Good morning and welcome to another episode of Josh and Pat. I'm Joshua Klein, joined by Patrick Cassett, and this episode is brought to you by our Patreon. If you enjoy the show and want to support, the link is in the description. But Joshua Dobbs might just be a football genius. He was on a plane to Minnesota on Tuesday, and by Sunday, he somehow knew the playbook. Now, he was literally going over his cadence with the offensive line minutes before the game started. Then all of a sudden, in red zone situations, he's knowing exactly what to do. Patrick, is Joshua Dobbs actually a good quarterback in the NFL? Or is this kind of like a Baker Mayfield goes to the Rams magic situation? No, I know. Joshua Dobbs, and we've been preaching it all year on the show, Josh. Joshua Dobbs is a guy. And that guy is a playoff adjacent quarterback. We saw it last year with the Titans. We saw it the first couple weeks with the Cardinals. And now we're seeing that magic with the Vikings. They're set up to go on an all-time run, Josh. Yeah, I mean, it was very funny to see the the fans. Actually, not funny. I think the touching is the right word. To see, tribute. you know, all the Vikings players wearing their, their Kirk Cousins t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see people on the internet, you know, think that and assume that he had passed away. Um, yeah, that no. was kind of like getting some steam there as people, you're like, oh man, like, so sorry about the loss of Kirk. Um, he's good, guys. He's alive. Uh, but it was, yeah, they, it was a good team win against a team that's pretty bad, though. So I don't know how much stock we put into this win. But Joshua Dobbs plays good football, and it makes sense that the Cardinals wanted him out of there because he was ruining their chances at getting potentially you know, a good quarterback for, for next year as Kyler 100%. Murray still hasn't come back. 100%. And, you know, with Joshua Dobbs, you do have the size advantage over Kyler Murray, which is huge because, you know, mm-hmm. Kyler yep. coming off a torn ACL, he's probably getting shorter by the minute. And But for the Vikings, I mean, Joshua, Joshua Dobbs is, is the guy. He, he is the guy that's going to lead them to a possible playoff berth. And and by the way, mm-hmm. wearing number 15 with the purple pants, I mean, he was looking like primetime Michael Vick in Atlanta yesterday. Yeah. yeah, now some are saying, and I'm not saying it, but some are saying Joshua Dobbs is just the new Fitzmagic. I'm not saying it, though. No, you're not, not saying it. But Fitzmagic never got a fair chance. And so maybe this is the right opportunity for Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, you're right. You're right. What happens mm-hmm. if he goes out and plays really well for Kirk? Is does Kirk all of a sudden go, uh, uh oh? Like, yeah, you ever see the, uh, you know, the old video where he's like, oh yeah, it's a good pass for backup kind of thing. Uh-huh. I'm, I mean, if Joshua Dobbs plays really well, and it turns out it is the Viking system, and it is having great wide receivers and everything else mm-hmm. that Minnesota has. It could be a tough look for Kirk, but we're not going to cross that bridge till we get to that bridge. Yeah, yeah. he'll be fine. We're we're not there yet. On the other side of the ball, though, Patrick, uh, the Atlanta Falcons just Mm -hmm. completely forgot about. I mean, they they spent a top five pick on a guy named Bijan Robinson. It was top five, right? It it was top ten at least. We know top ten. On a guy named Bijan Robinson, mm-hmm. they didn't just don't use him at all. You know, they just they don't want it. It's like, hey, mom, can I get the new iPhone, the new iPad, new Xbox? 
gets it, never plays it. We all had that one Christmas gift that we really wanted, and then we got it. We played it for like the first day, and then we kind of forgot about it. I mean, that's like, B. John Robinson here. Yeah, but it might be one of those situations where you know you get the gift, and then you start using it, and you realize, well, maybe it's not as good as I thought it was. And and is there a conversation to be had with B. John Robinson that's like, hey, maybe it's not as good as I thought it was? Because we see the highlights when he's on the field, but Josh – what what if there's something else going on? Maybe maybe he's not maybe he's not paying attention in meetings, Josh. Maybe he's he's in there. He's going, man. You know, we got Fortnite coming out this weekend. I, you know, I can't wait to hop in with the boys. And 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 yeah. Coach Artie's like, hey man, we, I, I need you focused. Yep, yep. Dial in. Yeah, no. That there's maybe there's a chance when he didn't play last week because of sickness. There was a tweet catching some some. Uh, you know, steam that maybe he was vaping in a team meeting. Yeah. And I think that was oh. debunked pretty quickly. But we don't, well, I guess we really don't know. Artie Smith is in the hot seat right now. I mean, more than any coach I've seen, people are not happy that he's not using Bijan. And I think a video came out of a kid dressed up as Artie Smith. And I, mm-hmm. it could have been, could have been Artie's kids. I'm not 100% sure. We're not, but that kid, bear. right? True dressed up he was calling plays for Bijan, and everyone in the comments was like get this kid on the field because he mm-hmm. at least know he knows what to call yeah it's uh i'm an arty guy though i'm I'm pro arty i'm happy that he finally made the switch to to heineke because i mean you put a guy during the headlights out there and he's he's gonna at least ball out because yesterday it wasn't heineke wasn't the problem it was the defense you can't you can't give up 31 points to a rookie quarterback slash quarterback that's been there for five days. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like well, they got some things to fair. work on, and that's good. Yeah, it's fair. Um, speaking of Patrick, uh, well, not things to work on. I, I guess things to work on. Bad transition. Great transition. Uh, the Raiders locker room. Uh, <laughs> it was electric yesterday. The Raiders looked like they won the Super Bowl, and to my knowledge, they have not. They didn't. Yet. So, so... Now, some are saying that the post-Josh McDaniels regular season Super Bowl champions is, at this point, seeming more impressive than the preseason Super Bowl championship that Washington has. Yes. I'm not here to make that comparison. All I mm-hmm. am here to say is that those boys look so happy right now. It, it was a bounce back. It was a bounce back for the Raiders, man. I love it. I love it. You bring in Antonio, and he's going to... He's going to light the boys up. Now, I have no clue. I'm right hand up. I have no clue if this is going to work next week, but it it does help when the starting quarterback tore their ACL and then you had to go against yep. Tommy DeVito again. That does that yeah. that probably helped yeah. them out a bit. Yeah, that's very tough for Daniel Jones. We we feel bad for him. We're glad he he made his money though already. Um, right, you, you know, which is good. Getting that contract signed is is good. Get your money early, it's a good thing. Uh, but the Giants, man, they they are not a good team. <laughs> and Patrick, this is a team that legitimately won a playoff game less than a yeah, year ago. It, and and I, I and I don't know how it, you could fall off that fast. Yeah, it it turns out that it it generally does help to have players and. Um, I think it maybe the Giants aren't just weren't that good. Maybe hey, they went on an all-time run, Josh. We talk about it. We talk about an all-time yeah. run on the show, and that's what they did last year. 
And did da- I think that's all did we can Darren sum up. Waller, did Darren Waller, I mean, sorry, did the Raiders win the Darren Waller divorce? Well, yeah, I think so. I think so. The divorce, this is, neither team won the divorce, Josh. Like, this is, they both suck. This is, I mean, I don't, how can you, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Well, I mean, we could say, I mean, there's a lot of things to say about the Raiders team. We're we're excited for them moving forward, though. We believe, I believe, I'm a believer. Uh, speaking of believers, you're a believer in a guy named Taysom Hill, and Taysom Hill has now become the first player to ever have 10 passing touchdowns, 10 rushing touchdowns, and 10 receiving touchdowns. You mm-hmm. are in the belief that he should be the starting quarterback for yes. the Saints. Talk to me about that when they could barely beat the Bears. Well, well, you're talking about Tyson Badgett, who is not bad. He is not bad. Not, he's frisky good. Not bad. Is what I would call him. Okay? He's frisky good. Okay. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> because he beat that. Josh, he beat that same Raiders team. Let's not forget. Okay? Uh-huh. You're right. That just won the midseason Super Bowl. So, I mean, you start putting it on paper, and it's a tough one. I like Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was your leading rusher yesterday. He he's a guy that's going to go out and catch catch balls. And not to mention, mm-hmm. he had a hundred percent completion percentage yesterday. Derek Carr can't say that. When Taysom Hill comes in the game, he lights the boys up. He gets the boys fired mm-hmm. up in the huddle. And I'd argue same thing with Jameis. So in an ideal world, I think you put Jameis and Taysom out there, and you say, "Let's have uh-huh. fun." That would be fun time. You're 100 right. That would be fun because Josh, I, I don't know if okay, go, Josh. There's the Saints aren't good. I know they're five and four. They have a winning record, but they aren't good. So if you're not going to be good, be fun to watch. And Jameis and Taysom can make you fun to watch. No, that's exactly what the Bills are right now for me. Anyway, is uh-huh. they're not good, but they are fun to watch. In the sense mm-hmm. that I have no idea what's going to happen in any play. Josh Allen could go and throw a, a bomb, or he could throw the first ever unintentional intentional grounding. So I 100% hear your point, Patrick. Best Sometimes thing I've fun's ever better. Uh huh. Fun is yeah. better. <laughs> the Josh Allen pass was wild there, if you guys saw it. <laughs> it was literally so off the target. It wasn't that he was being sacked, it wasn't anything. It was just so far off the target that it was an intentional grounding. And I've never seen it before in my life. You know how hard that is. But gosh, man, like, it it's fun to watch. It is they are it, fun to watch the Bills. Now, if you were rooting for the Bills, your life is miserable right now because it, you technically are a dropped or a missed pass interference and a if Chris Godwin just turns his head just a tiny a bit, bit right away from having a pretty big, big losing record. Um, but then again, you know, I'm sure you'll figure it out, but they're a fun team to watch. Jason Hill is fun to watch. He is. He's fun to watch. And so if you're going to be mediocre, just be fun. And that's why Taysom Hill, because look, he's got, he's got all of Utah on his side. So if you're the Saints, you build up that base. You build up the Mormon community, mm-hmm. and you go, let's go to work. It's, it's Zach Wilson, Taysom Hill. In a dream scenario, it's can t- you imagine if that was a Super Bowl matchup, Josh? Oh, 
That's crazy. Now, is he mm-hmm. Mormon? He, well, he went to BYU, so I'm I'm gonna assume it's a stretch. Okay, so tell me about this about BYU, Patrick, mm-hmm. because they're in the Big 12. BYU Mormon school, mm-hmm. or are they actually like affiliated with the Mormon Church, or is it just a lot of Mormons go there? I think there's a lot of Mormons that go there because I think it's one of those scenarios. that's like is you want to meet other mormons you know you have some friends go there me i i don't know i'm i don't live in utah now and so there's just like a school with and they're all like if you're mormon and you're going to like a big time college program it's just you're going to byu it sounds like you're going to byu and that's because also it's in utah and utah is the mormon mission field like is that where it's, it is? It's like you got, it has a you large. Go, there's like Mormon a special. There's so, there's a special thing there, right? There's a special a, thing for that. Sure, Josh, you know more about this than I do. About the Mormon Church, I, I I only know what South Park taught me. Well, and then it sounds like South Park taught you a lot more than I know. Well, South Park taught me now. I'm <laughs> we're not a anti. Uh, well, I don't know what we are, and as far as our stance to the Mormons. But all I know is that the person, Joseph Smith, he got the tablets from the Mormons, Patrick, right? And that, or from, he said that he got, God gave him the tablets is what the Mormons believe. Oh, And then one day, (laughs) those tablets got destroyed. And so he had to actually get God to give him new tablets. And then for some reason on the second time, they were just completely different. Now... So I, I think God maybe was doing some revisions on them. But interesting. I mean, it's interesting out there for sure. Patrick, <laughs> C.J. Stroud has more career passing touchdowns than Kenny Pickett. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you got to remember that Matt Canada isn't isn't the <laughs> offensive coordinator for C.J. Stroud. And the argument here is Matt Canada is a winner, Josh. All he does is win games. It may not be pretty. It may not look good. But imagine putting Matt Canada in that Texans offense with C.J. Stroud. They're putting up wins on the field. And that's the one thing that the Texans oh, yeah. are being okay at right now. Yeah, no, they're kind of doing it. They're kind of doing it. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I mean, but they're the okay. Texans are a playoff team, Patrick. I'd argue the Texans are doing better with C.J. Stroud than, than they would be with their former quarterback. Uh, no, Davis two Mills. Times, two former, former, former <laughs> quarterback. Oh, you're talking about uh, Josh McCown. The two-time former quarterback. And so, no, three-time three former quarterback. <laughs> How many quarterbacks have they gone through in the last year, Patrick? <laughs> what? Wait, didn't Tarod start a game for him, too? Jeez, they... <laughs> oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> All I'm saying is CJ Stroud's playing really well and he has a career day. You have to feel good if you're a Texans fan, knowing that there's a chance that you might just be good now. Mm-hmm. And he CJ Stroud far and away the best quarterback in this class, right? At the moment, no doubt. CJ Stroud proves to be the guy. And it's weird because it, you got to think about it. He went to Ohio State. Imagine he maybe gets the number one pick if Michigan isn't stealing signs because then maybe he balls out in that game. 
and he gets the number one pick, Josh. So really, the Texans, maybe the Texans, Dude, think about that, had an alliance with Michigan to kind of tank C.J. Stroud's draft status. That's an interesting theory, Patrick. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't know how far this Michigan scandal goes we and don't. the implications that it has on kind of shaping the landscape of the league. Mm-hmm. And and maybe, maybe just maybe, Patrick, this all goes back to a Roger Goodell thing where Roger Goodell mm-hmm. is using Michigan to kind of reshape the draft landscape, to reshape the NFL, and, and mm-hmm. kind of hand-select where he wants players to go. And maybe he saw Texas and said, listen, I know C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback in that class. The, the, you know, the NFL scouts, they know that. And I'm not talking about like the team scouts. I'm talking about the exec scouts, the the, the corporate scouts. Right. Mm-hmm. And they said, we need to get this guy to fall to number two so we can throw Texas a bone because Josh, they've kind of gotten just, yeah. Right. And you know who the biggest donor is for University of Michigan? Who's that? BlackRock. You did not. That's not real. Yeah, it's not real. I, I was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look it up, though, because we we, are, we fear that that might there's they, there's a chance it could be true. We're not sure. Um, We're not sure. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That's yeah. Good. Good for them. Kenny Pickett, man. They uh, Steelers are going to win, though. But I mean, we're going to go back to our conversation the other day. I was watching videos of Pickens, Patrick, walking off the field after Deontay Johnson got a touchdown. Just not happy at all. I saw him throwing his helmet on the sideline. Kenny Pickens does not want to be there at all. And then also he he went and I think removed every picture on his Instagram in, in Steelers. Steelers apparel. Like, like I'm not can, – can we can we be completely honest? I'm not so sure George Pickens is actually that good of a receiver. Like, he can make really good catches, but I'm not so sure he's, like, that good of a receiver. So a guy in his second year is already throwing a temper tantrum is the funniest thing ever because you – you have you're not that good, dude. Well, okay, here here's what I'm gonna say, Patrick. If we're gonna we gotta have to do some digging in the history here to kind mm-hmm. of find out where it all stems from. Because prior the the veteran locker or in presence right now is Deontay Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. He's kind of been there. And then and we saw some issues, obviously, with Juju Smith Schuster. Chase Claypool, and you're like, why are these guys all acting up? You have to think about where the the mentor tree goes to. It all goes back to one particular Steelers wide receiver who mentored a player, who mentored the next player, Mm -hmm. who ended up mentoring those players, and it's Antonio Mm -hmm. Brown. Antonio Brown is the godfather. Antonio Brown is the godfather of that of that wide receiver tree. Uh huh. And so even though he never played with Pickens, he still mentored the guy who's mentoring him. Or well, mentored the guy who mentored the guy who's mentoring him, at least. Yeah, and this wide receiver tree that Antonio Brown has built, I mean, let's let's not forget some of these names. Uh, we bring up George Pickens, one. I mean, we see Martavius Bryant. 
he's a guy that is 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 sure to show up and and definitely be a part of your roster on a game day on Sunday. And you start piecing it together, and you're going, man, maybe Antonio Brown's building a legacy. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely building something. I saw him on the golf course the other day, Patrick, just swinging one handed. Really? I mean, I he's look he yeah literally I don't know what he's wearing a very I mean fashion forward outfit I don't know if that well, he's a the best way I could describe it he's and he was just he's like I'm gonna go yard just one hand I'm not gonna use two not today <laughs> and and I'll tell you what he's uh, he he looks like he's having fun. I'm not going to try to read into if he's actually having fun, but I mean he's out there living at least. <laughs> so well, I don't know. I don't know. Did he ever come um, out? Did he ever come out with the the CTE podcast? Oh, was he going to do that? I know he's talked about the struggles of it, and I I have no doubt that like we have nothing but we have empathy towards him, but we also mm-hmm. understand that that doesn't make all your things that you do right right and we we also it's a i'm not a doctor but we also do know that he has not been diagnosed with cte you can only be diagnosed with that after you're dead so i have not seen will smith talking about that yet yeah i haven't actually i haven't seen will smith in months if we're going to be completely honest he's kind of dropped off the face of the earth we should check on him well, and he's okay. got a big rivalry with Tupac. He probably went to go find him, and he's he's probably going to clear that up. Yeah, because there oh, there's some comments about Tupac. I mean, she, yeah, I, former the current wife, ex wife. I'm not sure. Well, Make seven years. It sounds like it's an ex. Yeah, and you know what? That's terrible for the the community for Joshua Dobbs because Joshua Dobbs is like a hero, and I believe they both have alopecia. And then yeah. Jada Pickett is just is it's kind of bringing negative vibes to that. She's not she's not good for the brand, but Joshua Dobbs so good for the brand. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Joshua, he, if I, I wanted my organization to have a, any any organization to have a face of it, I'm picking Joshua Dobbs. So for anything, kind of like, a home like run there. Get, yeah, we could get him on any campaign. Like if you want Cover Girl, <laughs> maybe like Cover Guy. If we're starting a spinoff, like I, I'm for okay. it. Cool. Saying in the uh, AFC North, Patrick, the Browns are winning despite Sean Watson. Now, he Mm. didn't play terrible. He's just not playing that great. But turns out you have pretty good run game, really good defense. Mm -hmm. You know, that that covers a lot of of flaws in the NFL. And it seems like the Browns are kind of figuring out a way to get it done. And and he's he said it this week, you know, he had a lot of guilt not being able to go out there with his boys and and, and be able to no, play no, football. No, no, no. He said it, it's the most guilt, the of most his life. guilt he's ever felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and so I'm I'm happy that he could get that off his chest this weekend, and it's good to move on from that for him. Yeah, it's I mean it's the most guilt he's ever felt, and and so he's able to go out there and play now. He's helps the team get a, a you know a big win. And Thanks. I think, yeah, we'll see what happens next week when they play the Ravens. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be tough. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. It will be. His, history we'll tells see. us that, you know, Deshaun Watson this year has not lost to the Ravens when he's played. And so that that's a wild mm. card coming into this game. That's a great point. Cool. Um, Patrick, we're, we had to do some house cleaning here. 
Uh, I I've created what's called our our flawed our fraud chart, mm-hmm. and we have to move a team from fraud watch to fraud warning and uh, we don't put adjectives in front of this but it's actually Mm -hmm. severe fraud warning yeah and that is the dolphins the dolphins have not beat a team with a winning record they have lost to to a team with a winning record yeah And, and so if i was the dolphins i'd personally go out there and i'd try to to beat a team with a winning record because I think that gets you off the fraud warning might just send you to a fraud watch. But, uh, yeah, it, you know, if, if I was them, I, I'd try to correct that. And by the way, they are, they are one loss to any other team away from probably being just in the fraud category. And I know some mm-hmm. people are going to argue that they should be in the fraud category. Now we're not there yet. We know what we're talking about when we do frauds. We, we mm-hmm. caught it last year with Philadelphia mm-hmm. You know, after they lost into the Super Bowl. Now it might it. <laughs> take a while, but we get it right. It might take a might take a minute, but we get it right. And um, and arguably and so, we we gave a lot of warning. So like if this we gave a lot of warning for you yeah. guys to get off the, the, the ship last year. So we know what yeah. we're talking about. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Uh cool. Last thing on the docket, Josh and Pat updates. Anything for us, Pat? Yeah. I mean, this is uh it's gonna be an all time week down here in Athens. I'm I'm really looking forward to it gonna be hey all-time week coming up here in athens i would be a part of it i'm excited we're it's gonna Mm -hmm. be a great time um yeah that's all the updates i got for you anyway guys that's the show make sure you guys like comment and subscribe uh hey if you guys want to support the show again you there's a couple ways to do it you can one go to our patreon support there you can also go shop our merch at uh picksandpancakes.shop we have a ton of merch good stuff Mm -hmm. um and you can go to picksandpancakes.com to read everything that's happening Boom. in sports. Those are the ways you can support. We appreciate your support. And uh, we'll see you guys on Friday for another episode of Josh and Pat. And tonight for our Monday Night Live stream. We love you, boys. Peace.